0: Enlighten Me, the podcast everyone is talking about, with your host, Julian, where wisdom, knowledge, and experience meet the public. And we're live, this is your host, Julian, on Light Me. We got a special podcast, the first time I'm doing a in-person podcast. Got everything set up, video's coming soon, but before we get started, if you can just Ooh, if you can subscribe to my YouTube channel, just search and like me, as well as Spotify, Google, Amazon Music, WordPress, 12 platforms now. I think I'm on, I don't know if anybody still uses Tumblr anymore, but I'm on that as well. Uh, shoot, 78 countries, and we're booming. About 136 plays a week now, where it was like 26, and it was like two before that. So uh, before we get started, be have my good friend, uh, actually my colleague. How you doing? What's going on? So y- y'all got to work with us. Again, this is the first time we're doing an in-person podcast. So, uh and lastly, if you have any questions or you'd like to hop on, video podcast coming soon, just uh, go ahead and search or email me at enlightenmejulian at gmail.com and we can go from there. The topic is mental health in the military. So uh, if you can briefly introduce yourself, please.
1: What's going on? My name is uh, DeAndre. I've been in the military for about nine years now and uh, mental health is super 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 important to me
0: all right now and uh what what really gravitated you towards this subject exactly
1: so in my nine years in the military i have been through a whole bunch of trials and tribulations and um i didn't take mental health seriously until i really until it was too late and now i'm trying to Shed my light onto others and let them know that it's not a sign of weakness to ask for help.
0: Have you experienced anything like that? Like maybe PTSD, TBI.
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, but mo- uh, majority of my trauma is stateside, um, walking in on on suicides and sexual assaults and stuff like stuff that uh, you're peer to your left or right due to each other.
0: So you said uh, sexual assault and suicides. How does that how does that change your perspective or alter your thinking?
1: It's definitely rough. Um, it's definitely rough. Uh, I now always ask my guys to make sure, like ask them to see if they're okay. And I want to uh, make sure that, If they're ever going through anything, I don't care if you're a private, I don't care if you're a sergeant major, if you need to talk, I want them to know that you're okay to come talk to me. And I don't care where I am, what I'm doing. If you tell me that you need to talk and you have mental issues, you can definitely come my way.
0: And has that that been effective? Uh, Has it been effective at all?
1: Oh, yeah, I think so. Um, I've had... Hundreds of soldiers come to me, even soldiers that I don't know, um, come ask me advice or just talk to. And um, I think my name goes out a little bit throughout everywhere I go. And like, hey, um, I heard that you're a good guy to talk to. I have this, uh, I have this situation. I really need help with it. And and I'm, that's my goal in life: just to make sure everybody's good and happy.
0: Okay. Um so how how often, I would not say how often, do you see a huge pattern in the military with uh suicide rates? Oh yes, yes, one
1: hundred percent. Um one of the one that touched me the most happened about two years ago. He was my best friend and um and uh, at the time I was married, and long story short, he dated my sister-in-law ex-sister-in-law now but um he dated her and then we that ended up failing and uh whenever he did it we weren't on speaking terms and then whenever i heard that he passed away because of suicide that it broke me that that destroyed me
0: yeah yeah and I, I, I do i do know a couple of people who have committed suicide and it, it was a. Uh, it changed it altered my thinking a lot it made me value a lot of things around me which i already did but it just humbled me even more and um i know you you deployed before right yeah
1: uh, a few times
0: do you think uh were people trying to commit suicide while you were deployed or was it more permanent when you got back
1: yes absolutely whenever uh whenever i was in iraq for my first time i uh Uh, This one guy, one of my boys, he went out to uh, a mission and then stuff hit the fan and he came back. He just couldn't deal with it. And he went to his room and he just shot himself.
0: Yeah. Oh, man. I know uh, for those who didn't know, I used to be a drill. I know a lot of these kids in this era, they can't really handle the stressors of being away from home with their cell phone or that Instagram. So I know a lot of the kids were – pretty down and in dumps and actually thought about committing suicide. So I know it, it's a, it's a thing in today's society. I think I read like last year that uh, during COVID suicide rates actually went down because people were inside. So they had more access or not more access. They were able to actually reach out to a, uh, a operator and talk to them. So that, that's good. But I, I think the military went up in 2020, 2020 and 2021. So the 22 a day was not a, thing and I think it's higher if I'm not mistaken I couldn't find anything but I think it's higher right now and I wouldn't be surprised based upon again the new culture and new society on what's going on do you think uh the take on like your environment your uh battle buddies your coworkers, your colleagues and your associates has a major part on your uh mental health?
1: oh 100 one in both negative uh negatively and positively I um, for example, one of my homies or a few of my homies, um, I want to shout out to Garcia, Julio, uh, Jordan, hey. um, and my boy Blunt. They all, whenever they saw that I was that I was struggling, they definitely, definitely, definitely um got me to the right help. And now like asking for help is hard itself and then Not only that, it's hard. You feel slightly embarrassed. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, definitely. Uh, Especially like if you're a little high ranking and you're like, "Man, I need help," and you're supposed to have the answers. You know what I'm saying? And uh, and whenever you ask for help, um, especially in like the 82nd, you ask for help, you are considered weak, and you, your leadership thinks that you have to be babysit now instead of you have to go out and get help to make you all right. And um so that was on a positive end. I know there's some times where like you have you have you think that they're they're your best friends, you know what I'm saying? And um whenever things hit the fan and you really need them, they just go ghost and that happened whenever I was going through my time too. And they were like, Well, it had nothing to do with me. So they kind of just went AWOL. Yeah, I think- yeah, they kind of just went awol and uh, just left me out. And then, hope luckily that I had those four people by my side to make sure that I was good. You know what I'm saying?
0: So you've experienced, based upon what you're stating, you've experienced uh, you know, the thoughts and things in that nature, mm-hmm. or possibly went down that route. Yes. Okay. Yes. And did they detect that, or you were you told them you started talking to them and things of that nature?
1: So especially because uh, I hung out with uh, Julio a lot and I hung out with Jordan. So they knew that my drinking picked up a lot and they sat down and um, like, hey, I noticed you drank. You've been drinking a lot. Are you Are you are you good? So they um, they detected it. But then I was like, no, man, I'm good. You know, I'm just having fun, living my life. You know, uh, I was still too prideful to ask for help. So. Um, they every so often they will ask me if I was okay and then I was straight and I'll tell them that I was.
0: I know men are men are judged more about you know we don't open up uh-huh. I, you know I don't mean it. that's it's just how it is and we're, we're working on it but we're infamous for um, worrying about being judged like it, we're not masculine enough you know but I think it you're stronger when you can open up and say how you feel and especially the military stigmas like. Oh, you're, you're crazy. Why are you sad? You know, and we're all human. And yeah, people think we're all robots, but no, no, not definitely. And I know um, did that. Did that derive from PTSD, or is that just something that you went through based upon something else?
1: Um, I would say a little bit of both. Uh, I would say PTSD. Um, right before I got married, I uh, I was still super prideful and I didn't want no one to know my background or what I've been through or whatever. Um, and I told my ex-wife was, before we got married, I was like, look, I'm kind of messed up, man. And, um, and and this is another factor that plays into mental health. I'm like, hey, I'm kind of messed up. And, um, she, and she told me, look, I get it. And I'm gonna be here for you, and we can get through this together. But then, whenever things starts unfolding, and then you come to that special person, and not just and it's not just your military friends, but all relationships when it comes to like girlfriends or friends or people back home or parents, you know what I'm saying? And um, and whenever she told me that we get together, so I was like, you know what? Maybe we can get through it together. And so whenever I um, try to reach out. It, uh, I get, I'm not talking bad. She is a great person, but we're, <laughs> we're just not compatible. compatible yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and whenever I try to reach out, it was like, she just didn't know what to do or didn't know what to say or something. I don't know. We never really talked about it, but, um, whenever you think you have somebody that's there when it comes, either friends or spouse or girlfriend, whatever, and they're not there. I know it's not their responsibility, but whenever you have relationships super strong, you want to rely on them, you know what I'm saying? And whenever they yeah. don't rely on and whenever you can't rely on them or they don't fulfill their promises as they'll be there no matter what, then that's whenever that's whenever that darkness comes in and then you just start resenting them. And, and, uh,
0: and everything just crumbles from there. But, but I, I, agree. I think as a human, I disagree. We, we should be responsible for everyone else. Like we, we should be, I mean, I know it doesn't happen. I get it. Uh, we should be responsible and help other people in need. It's just, it should be in our essence that this person needs help, you know? And I think in the world now, everybody's in a haste to do something next. They just overlook that. That's why I take time out my day. You know, it's not about me, but if somebody reaches out, I'm like, hey, what's up? What's going on? Because at times when I was younger, I didn't have anybody. I had myself. I came back to myself. So I know how it feels not to have anybody, especially something with that of that caliber. So yeah. I'm, I'm glad you were able to reach out to people and connect with them.
1: Yeah. But at the same token, like, let's say, let's say you've been deployed, right, and your wife or girlfriend or parents never been deployed, they're not going to understand what you've been through. Like oh, no. you, they're going to, whenever you tell them, they're like, Oh, that's, that's like a movie. So they're not really going no, to understand what you honestly been through. So you need to talk to people or seek help. Like um, on seventh group, we have a amazing behavior health um, system. Um, my therapist has been, he was amazing like he helped me out so much and he gave me the tools that i needed so you need to reach out to those tools that will that is able to understand with you because like she never she don't know what a 240 gunner is or she doesn't know uh, what ied is so she's not really going to resonate with you you know what i'm saying
0: oh definitely So, and for those who didn't know, uh, PTSD is post-traumatic stress disorder and anxiety disorder. And uh, actually, uh, anxiety is, of course, one of them. And uh, drinking, detachment, loss of appetite, lack of sleep, or oversleeping—some of the symptoms—and of course, other things. And I can derive from anything that I guess traumatizes you at all. It could be a car accident, but I know as the military (laughs) podcast, it's usually deployment or something in that nature. So for your PTSD or, you know, the situations you were in, has it been challenging overcoming it daily, monthly, yearly, like from the steps you took from where you were? How do you feel about right now?
1: Oh, the- yeah. So right now I'm good. You know what I'm saying? Cause I have a I have a great support system. Um, uh, shout out to my homie Lane. That Lane. Oh, Lane. Yo, she has been I only known her for about what three, four months now, but she has been my sister. She like if I ever need anything, but hey, homie, you straight, and she'll text or call me and be like, hey, what's going on? You want to talk? And we'll talk for a few minutes, we'll talk for 30 minutes, whatever. Um, but uh LT2. Um, she both of them have been my rock. Uh so um every day is a war you know what I'm saying oh, you have to find that motivation to get out of bed and you have to find that motivation to take that another step you know what I'm saying and uh right now I do it for my guys like I have the best shop that I've ever worked with in my military career my privates my NCO they have they are the reason that I love coming to work overall um every day i have a picture next to my bed of my son and he gave me the reason to live like he is everything to me in uh i miss that little man to death but uh
0: shout yeah. out the little man
1: shout out to my boy deuce
0: so that, that's good and i, I know some of your shop and shout out to the, the s shop uh lane we appreciate you being uh who you are and uh always working out thank you so that, that's good and I think a lot of people again from the military aspect and i keep hearing mental health a lot and we're we're always preaching that but it keeps happening so you can't harp on mental health enough and i think over the past couple years as social media has grown people have been more receptive and open to talking about how they feel because it's more common so Mm -hmm. social media ain't all that bad actually
1: i definitely want to speak on that because you said that we speak about mental health but this unit is not the case. Um, this unit is really good about um, the leadership going to get uh, mental health. But past units, we talk about family, we talk about mental health and taking care of. Self. Oh, definitely. But as soon as you go and say, "Hey, I need help," you're black, you're a black sheep now. Like you, you.
0: Yeah, what's wrong with you?
1: Yeah, and they don't want to. I feel like a lot of leaders nowadays don't want to deal with it. You know what I'm saying? And. Uh, and I don't like that because every like soldiers they go through stuff just like you go through stuff and um where you want us to perform at 100 every day but you're not considering personal life or family yeah. like people have bad days sometimes
0: yeah I know the mission's always the focus like uh, you always place the mission first soldiers and stuff like that and yeah, people negate the fact that, you know, I'm still a human. I still have go through things. I still have bills. I still, you know, and I, again, they overlooked that. And that's one of the things I had to understand as I became an NCO myself, like it can't be go, 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 go. So I developed into this more well-aware NCO, especially like, again, as a drill, damn kids, 63 of them or whatever. I had, to, I had to learn like, okay, this kid wasn't raised this way. This kid feels this way. So it, it immersed me in a new world and I, I learned so much and now I can utilize that in my everyday life to be honest with anyone.
1: And that's why I'm super blessed that you're here because I like whenever you took over, like you had this robust presence about you and everybody oh, gravitated towards you. And um everybody, please follow this guy, blow this guy up. He oh. is a phenomenal guy inside and outside of work. He is phenomenal.
0: I appreciate that, man. And, and I, again, I appreciate you even being on here, being able to open up and speak upon this. Because, you know, my—I'm not trying to get famous off this, but everyone has a story to tell. And everyone has a passion, and I'm hoping somebody, at least one person, who listens to my podcast, can hopefully change their perspective, or it'll just be a paradigm shift or something in that mm-hmm. nature. So I'm hoping that that's that will touch one person. So, mental health—do you do you feel like? the army is actually going in the right direction about it or trying to go in the right direction
1: you know honestly i'm gonna say yes because
0: um it's it's (laughs) hot
1: so i've been out the regular army for a while now but um from what i've seen in this unit i have phenomenal leaders who tell me all the time go get help are you okay and then like sometimes i'll tell them a little something and they'll be hey didn't need me make an appointment? I can get you right now. And then um, we have so many resources we can go to. Uh, we got uh, P3. We got the M flag. Uh, we got the chaplain. And most of the time, you can just go to your battle buddy to your left and right. And that's what I do. Yeah. Um, I got you. I got Lane. I got Shadira. That's my dog. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I got Julio. I got Jordan. Um, my soldiers, they uh, – yeah, I, I we got a lot of resources we can go to, so I I do think that the military is going through the right way with mental health because nowadays we need it big time.
0: And and from someone who experienced it, you know, you could tell a lot of people. But you can when you tell somebody something, you tell them like, "Hey, I've been through this," or I'm, or you know, "I've known this," or something I've studied. Like people are more inclined to listen to you. Like, okay, he's not just saying or speaking out his ass; he's just talking from wisdom you know mm-hmm. and i think that people gravitate towards that and the way you portray yourself as well phenomenal so you know you're always open always receptive to listen sit down and like okay what what do you need me to do or oh, i know something you can do so that's good too i've seen you in the back you know i see you in the cut
1: yeah you know i cut. Tried to do a little something so i'm trying to be
0: a leader but julio real quick you need to Step your beer pong game up, but uh um, oh, yeah,
1: Julio, trash at beer yeah, pong, ping pong, sports in general. Yeah,
0: him and what's this boy's name?
1: My boy Kevin. Oh yeah, Kevin. speaking of Kevin, Kevin has been a role model. If you haven't sat down and talked to Kevin, it's talk to, get to him Kevin. on here. You talk to Kevin, one of the smartest people I have ever met in my life. You have to talk to Kevin.
0: He be roasting me on the love though. You compliment oh, yeah. me and then roast me like Julio. Yeah, that's him. Yeah, but it's all good. Y'all ain't here right now, but <laughs> but again, uh I think for everyone listening, whether you're military or not, just have somebody you can confide into. You know, somebody you can open up to, somebody you can go to. No matter who it is, just have at least one person. I think nowadays everybody's like me, myself, and I, which is cool. You know, do what you got to do. But if you're in that state of mind where you've like, I don't know about this, I don't know about life, I'm second guessing things, just open up to somebody. Just, just, just. You know not your dog though I know y'all like talking to your dog it's not not now mm-hmm. so you have you ever experienced TBI <laughs> in the, brain injury
1: in the uh, military not like in a deployment side but uh there's been a couple times where like I jump I'm airborne I jump from planes and um when I hit the ground might my blackout for a second because yeah. I go straight from feet to head and I hit my head and I'm like oh man but um most of my concussions has been football related whenever I was back uh played football back in the day.
0: Has that affected you like your uh normal life, like outside of work or in work?
1: I don't think so. Yeah, no, I don't think so. Um I know I talk slow and sometimes <laughs> so Not sometimes I have I, uh, I have to think whenever I speak, but uh other than that, no.
0: Okay. Okay. Um, so is there anything else you would like to enlighten, uh, anybody, (laughs) enlighten them on exactly on enlightening?
1: One thing is, so being in the military, right? We work all day and being around our, uh, battle buddies, our peers, our colleagues, for anywhere from 12 to 18 hours a day, depending on the situation, what's going on throughout the day-to-day tasks. But, uh, whenever we take leave, you either spend a ton of money trying to get home or you on a flight or you oh, have yeah. to drive. And then whenever you get home, everybody's like, well, we don't really feel like driving.
0: Come see us. Yeah. I-
1: yeah. And I, uh. In the nine years that I've been in, I – how can I say it? One of my childhood friends came and seen me out of the nine years. Shout out to you, Big Marv. Murph Dirty,
0: you feel me? Murphy Dirty.
1: But uh, he came up just to watch a football game. He just, I said, hey, I'm playing five football on base. Um, he was like, yep, I will be there. And he came up, and he watched me, he coached me, and I bawled out, you know what I'm saying, because I'm an athlete. Hey,
0: I see you out there. I, I do see you. Yeah, you so he ain't lying. He ain't lying. You
1: know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm doing it. And also, like, um, I know being in the military, uh, your main family is uh, the people in your shop and the people you associate with. Because that's all we have really have, especially if you're overseas, because you can't go home. Um, on 48 weekends, or you can't, you can't just always just be there with your family. My mom and dad have been my heroes, uh, especially these last few years that I've been going through my stuff. But my parents have been my heroes. So always tell your parents you you love them because one day you might wake up and they won't be there. You know what I'm saying? My brother's been, he's been the phenomenal big brother and I love that man to death.
0: So what he's basically saying is y'all who have who are not military go see your military friends stop being cheap you, feel you know me? what I'm saying like you, you know you drinking four locos and stuff like that go see your people because I'm the same thing that happened to me when I went back to Virginia and everything. It's like yo come through come through to my idiot self back in the day used to be like, all right now I'm like nah you good or I don't even tell people I'm back honestly I ain't worry about it mm-hmm. okay and uh Shoot, I I appreciate you honestly coming on here and speaking. I know I did a men's mental health one, and they opened up a lot. And this you being able to talk about this is is phenomenal. Honestly, I um I don't even know what to say to be honest. Yeah,
1: I appreciate, and I'm glad you had me on here.
0: Hey, we're gonna have to do another one because. Oh, I'm gonna get this video set up tonight, and whenever you're ready, we can do another one. We can do the little cigar one in the garage, you know, can't smoke in the house, and we could be good. <laughs> we could be good to go, brother.
1: Absolutely, I appreciate that bit, Now,
0: All right, now, again, if y'all could subscribe to my podcast on uh YouTube, Google, Spotify, Anchor, WordPress, like a couple other ones. Again, email me at enlightenmejoin at gmail.com if you have any questions, if you have any critiques, you think I should, you want to hear something or hop on. Let me know i got a couple more podcasts coming up this weekend and uh yeah yeah brother that's it yep you guys enjoy all right now that's enlighten me signing off y'all take care now